go and top that. Such a waste of pretty face, but hanging in your nose face. I wish that you would take a look and really stop that. Top that. Well, stop that. I don't really give up about trying to top that. Top that. Stop that. I wish you finally take a real look and really stop that. back to another episode of Top That, your favorite weekly podcast where we discuss a variety of topics, typically in list form. We've been dabbling with other forms and formats, uh, you know, what have you. Um, my name is Sabrina. I'm here always with my baby brother, Derek. It's Gucci. And Derek's roommate and our very good friend, Nathan. Hello. How are you guys doing this fine evening? Good. It's been a very mellow one. Wait, yeah. you're talking to them or us? I'm talking to somebody who could talk back. No. You, you want us to talk back? We'll talk back. Yeah, you should answer it because you got the back talk of all back talk around here. How are you guys doing this fine evening? We took a nice <laughs> walk with the cat. Yeah, we did. Ah. We went on a little family adventure. Got, got food together. Yeah, took the cat out. And a little backpack ride. Met another cat. Did meet another cat. So Derek and Nate have some trash neighbors that live below them. If you're listening, we're not talking about Very you. loud. Very, you know, all hours of the night kind of a thing. Trash kids involved. Um, but they seem to have somehow acquired a very cute, like, striped kitty. Adorable. Kitten. Very, very cute. Young. Yeah, it can't be more than five months. Impre- yeah. Impressionable. Right. Probably not even in the greatest school right now. We should probably take it, yeah. to be honest. We should. I'm telling you. Probably awesome. save it. I got a cat guy. We could sell it. Thousand. Well, if you guys want to weigh in on what we should do with this cat, why don't you write into us on our Instagram, top that dude on Instagram. It's T-O-P-T-H-A-T-D-U-D-E. Let us know if uh, the guy should steal this cat or not. Yeah. It's only, you know, one apartment over or up. You think they would find out? Yeah. That <laughs> you stole their cat? Immediately, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely they would. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, we're going to just jump right into it tonight. We are going to talk about our top five most irrational fears. Um... I don't know about you guys, but I incorporated like pretty rational fears that I think are rational, but then also some real fears that I don't really necessarily consider irrational, even though they might be like my top five and my number or my number five and my number one are, are drastically different as far as like reality goes, but yeah, we're going to talk about things that scare the shit out of you. They probably shouldn't, but yeah. they do. Yeah, but they do. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's get into it. I'll go first. Okay. My Nick, number five. Nate, go first. My number five irrational fear is uh, that there's going to be a shark in a lake or a river when I was a kid, the swimming pool. 
Like, that it would just manifest in there somehow. The swimming pool never got me because I could see the bottom, but 100% in lakes and rivers, I still, like, anything I can't see. I yeah. Like I just, it's not so much now that I'm older, but there's still that little bit of fear of, like, oh, something's under there, it's going to grab my leg. Does, like, if you feel seaweed or something, does that freak you out? No, not really, because that's, I mean, you know it's a different sensation, yeah. Right. <clears throat> I know that feeling. But, like, if something goes by, if, like, have you ever gotten hit by a fish or something? I have not, no. Like, sometimes they'll, their scales will get you. I've never felt like, that. Oh! I think fish. I've swam fish. with fish, like, I mean, not, like, getting crazy big fish, but, you know, little sea animals and stuff. But I've never really felt anything, like, brush up my leg like that. I've had fish come up and, like... Nip at you? Yep. Just standing there. And if you're not in a place that you're like, oh, there's a lot of fish around here. Yeah. It's like, oh, what the fuck just bit me? I had, a, um, I was in Maui on a layover and one of my friends, uh, we ended up working this trip together and me, her and this other gal were in the, the ocean swimming. We'd been laying on the beach and just drinking beers like as soon as we got in and we're out there swimming the three of us, and all of a sudden, one of them looks and starts freaking out. Like, oh my god! And I immediately think shark, like, fuck. Because we're out in the ocean, it's warm water, it's Hawaii, the sharks are like, they're around. And I see this big shadow in the water, and I, like, for one hot second, I was freaking the fuck out. But then immediately after that, saw that the shape of it was a giant turtle. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. And it just fucking swimming around. Were you in, like, were you swimming, swimming, or, like, could you touch bottom? We could touch, we were touching bottom, but we were, like, wading in the water, like, probably waist deep. Yeah. Yeah. And so there was, you know, the waves coming in. If you were, like, you know. Swimming. Yeah, Yeah, like, snorkeling, 20 feet of water, and you're like, oh, God, what the fuck is that? Yeah, no. She, I mean, it was enough that we were standing, but it freaked me out for a second, because her panic, and then seeing this big shadow. Yeah. It's like, fuck! But it's just a little turtle. Just turtle doing his rounds. Yeah. I've never been afraid of, like, sharks really getting me in any bodies of water. It doesn't, like, we swam in some of the dirtiest fucking lakes back at home. Shout out Coffinberry. Col- yeah, shout out Colaby and Coffinberry. Well, I mean, there's no sharks there, but there's just right. always been some, like, I, I've watched Shark Week ones where it's, like, back in the day they've had uh, bull sharks or tiger sharks. I think it's bull sharks. Bull sharks freak me out. They go upriver. Gone up the Mississippi yeah. River yeah. and been in like uh, fresh water. Right. And those are aggressive sharks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're just the. I'm biting everything. Yep. Fuck a bull shark. But yeah, that's always been that irrational. Like, I remember being a kid. Like, I'd jump in, and as my eyes were closed underwater before you, like, get, you know, acqu- acquainted with everything. Mm hmm. You'd be like, oh, God, there's something in here, too. I uh, definitely more of, uh, like, a fear of mine as a kid in water was more like the piranhas in leeches realm. <laughs> piranhas, <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. But where the hell am I going to end up where piranhas are going to be at? The Amazon. How am I going to end up in the Amazon? Your bathtub. When I'm a kid? You sneeze. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Touche. Yep, number five. Shark in the in shark those waters. 
Do you like watching shark stuff? John yeah, because it just gives show. me information now. Yeah. But I don't like watching, like, the attack shows. Like, top five shark attacks. Yeah. Missy Green was having a pleasant day at the beach <laughs> when everything went awry. Yeah, I was just swimming, and I don't know, I felt something tag on me. That was good. That was good. <laughs> I, was, I was enthralled. Yeah, I was ready for the next one. Uh, I changed my number five. It used to be The Dark. But I realized uh, one of my irrational fears, I wouldn't even call this irrational because I think it happens every day, is every time I'm driving, I feel like the oncoming car is going to swerve into my lane. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. So head on collisions on oncoming traffic. That's a pretty uh, crazy that you, that's a fear of yours that's every day and you choose to look at your phone all the time while you're driving. I don't look at my phone all the time when I'm driving. <laughs> Nate and I are looking at each other right now, just so everybody knows. Are, are they looking yeah. at each other? Yeah. I don't know. Tune in. Yeah. Tune, Tune in. in. <laughs> yeah. I'd say, I'd say that's not like a... I'd say it's irrational just because I think the, the percentage of it happening to you is probably pretty slim but definitely a warranted it's a scary I feel like the chances are pretty high that it would happen the amount of times the the amount that you drive and how many cars are out there and also you not paying attention like all of that adding up to somebody actually hitting you Mm -hmm. I feel like that's pretty high chance but that's everybody has a high chance. Your risk of accident driving in a car is high. Is that right? Too hot. Yeah. Next. <laughs> yeah, bring it go. Right. I'm not saying it's it's not. You know what? Warranted. Just just you know, shit on I my think, list. I you think, should be afraid. <laughs> I think a car accident. Yeah, that's can be likely. But the just someone swerving at you from head on, I think that specifically is not. That doesn't happen. It's not like oh, that happens all the time. I feel like we just don't hear about it, but I think it probably happens a lot. That's my opinion. That's my opinion. Chime in. Anybody that works for, you know, Department of Transportation or any cops out there that know. Just bring us wrong again. All right. I'm wrong. I'm always wrong. <laughs> Brina, what's your Nate five? Nate doesn't like could... anything. Brina, can you tell me your five so I can shit on it? Sure. Uh, when I was a kid... I did not want to go on any cruises at all. No large ships because I thought that wherever we would go, we would run into an iceberg and sink. Do you want me to tell you why you're wrong? You sure. Nate, what's your four? <laughs> <laughs> now, obviously, that's because of the movie Titanic, correct? Well, pretty much. I mean, and not, I mean, knowing about the Titanic, not necessarily the movie because I was pretty young when this fear kind of popped into my head but I didn't want to being trapped on a fucking large ship like that where you don't have anywhere to go in the middle of the ocean for long periods of time what about like a fire on it right I mean don't write me you said iceberg I know but my first my fear original fear was iceberg but the whole idea of being stranded on a giant boat somewhere that's going down because of whatever reason that you know 
was not appealing to me to go on a cruise. Like a giant shark biting it. Could happen. Or a head-on collusion with another boat. I I don't know about head-on collusions, but... They happen all the time. (laughs) We just don't hear about them. That's fake news. Says who? Head-on collusions with boats. Yeah. Collusions. Yeah. Collusions. Yeah, he said it. All right? Not me. Thanks, Larry. Yeah, I fucking quit. Oh, my God. I love it when we disagree with each other. (laughs) Well, I love it when we disagree with each other, not when we go, yeah, that's not irrational. That's going to happen to you. (laughs) Don't act like you already don't know that. (laughs) Both of you were like, no, it's going to happen. We already planned you dying in an oncoming collision. Collusion. Yeah. There was no collusion. That's fake news. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you're not going to run into an iceberg, so stop worrying about it. Well, I did stop worrying about it. They're all going to fucking melt by next week. <laughs> yeah, a lot, yeah. Trump. <laughs> right. Ain't going to have them anymore. Be, Nothing to run into. Be fine. Open but that was, that was an irrational fear of mine when I was a child. I thought that that if I ever went on a cruise, chances were likely that I was going to run into an iceberg of swords. So. How many cruises did you go on? Zero. Good fear. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What's your number four, Nate? My number four is one that it pops into my dreams all the time, too. And that's that just my teeth are going to start falling out. Just going to start falling out one day. Like, no, no diseases or anything. No getting hit in the mouth. Just one day I'd pull on one and go, oh, oh. Like the Always Sunny when Charlie's just pulling out his teeth. No! Yeah. <laughs> Stop doing that. Um, that's, that's a scary one. Yeah, I hate it. I have dreams about it all the time. And I looked up what it means. And it means like you either have, well, it means a couple things. It means like you have a major life decision or you're making a major move. Or there's a bunch of other things. Like control, something, yeah. right? I've had one tooth falling out dream. And it was like within the last year or two. I think it was last year. Like but one the... tooth falls out? Or no, no, all no. Your like all my teeth were coming out. Or, yeah. yeah. Crazy. But it, The way that happens in my dream is like I'm just talking, talking, and I start to like mumble because they just start filling up my mouth. Ugh. Yeah. Yikes. Fuck Yeah. Teeth and teeth are a big thing for me, so it's like I don't know why it's always in the back of my head of like, oh fuck, my teeth are gonna fall out. Yeah, but what would you do if your teeth actually started falling out? Would you just get like go get some news? Yeah, one, I'd be like, why the what's happening? Am I dying? Right. Why are my teeth just falling out? And I'd be like, give me some of them. Good looking dentist. Give me some of them nice ones. Yeah, give me some of the nice fake ones. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Right. I don't care. I don't either. Give me a fake mouth. I'll give definitely a, take a fake mouth. Give me a sexy mouth. I've had an overweight mouth my whole life. I want them to match the way my teeth look, though, because I like the way my teeth look. Yeah. So I want nice them to, teeth. like, match. I wouldn't want, like, the big shapes. block. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But it's very fair. But, God, if my teeth start falling out, whoo! That'd be a tough period for me. All right. I need to take a break from work. I'd call out for a couple days. I'd have days. a panic attack. <laughs> a couple days I later. would probably have a panic attack, too, if that happened to me. 
What's happening? Yeah. What's happening? God. What's happening? I had my uh, accident where I fucking smashed my entire face in. Um, if I didn't have braces on, all my teeth would have fucking fallen out. Now, was that a car accident? It was not. Okay. It was, I ran into the back of some bleachers. So Why did you do that? Listen, I would, have, I, would, I would never plan that for myself. Listen, I was fucking hyper as fuck at a track meet, giving some people some wedgies underneath the bleachers, gave Nick Smith a wedgie, went running after I did it, and one of the bars, steel bars that were going this way, you know, like goes like that, and then there's one going like that. I was running full board, looking this way, or looking back at Nick, bam! Hit it straight on right here, right at the bridge of my nose. And I hit it on one side and landed over here. And I had braces on top and bottom. My whole bottom row of teeth immediately shook completely out of place. And I hit here. Okay, let's stop. Yeah. Let's stop talking about this. Okay. This is making me I remember, <clears throat> I was, when was that? That was, I was in the eighth grade. So I was in the fifth grade? Yeah, that was track season, eighth grade. I remember coming home and seeing you in the kitchen talking to mom and your back was against the refrigerator and I was like, oh fuck, what happened? You looked at me dead in the face, you go, I got into a fight. <laughs> and then you and mom didn't say shit. I'm like, alright, fuck you, I'm going to play Sega. <laughs> I yeah. played Sega. But, yeah, so going back to the orthodontist after that happened sucked. But they should have just given me some new teeth. Hey, man, you don't yeah. got to tell me about the orthodontist. Yeah. Been there. A couple times. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Say a couple. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, kind of a scary little thought. Losing all your teeth. Duh. All right. You look like a... Who wants to lose their... Imagine if you didn't have fake teeth. Like, once you lost them, they're just gone. A bunch of gummies around. Extra sloppy. Oh, gross. I'm getting hard. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, number four. My teeth are falling gross. out. Gross. And with that, I am out of here. Derek, what's your number four? Stop! Um, bear with me on this one, because I'm taking on a little journey, but my number four is people falling and tripping and breaking, like having my legs bend backwards and like, breaking my ACLs, tearing them. <laughs> Because I stand at, like, the front of the plane and greet people, like, hey, how's it going? Welcome aboard. Come on in. And one time an old man came, and, like, three feet before he stepped in, he tripped and, like, basically just lost his balance and started running at me. <laughs> <laughs> and I caught him. for your ACLs. Right. I, I just, like, like. Give me them legs. I put out my hands, like, and caught his shoulders, and his head pretty much just went into, like, my dick. And I was like, I caught him. I'm like, yeah, all right, Make bud. that noise again. <laughs> Gross. Okay. That's, that's the sound he was making yeah, when yeah. I caught him. And if I didn't see that, and he caught me in an awkward angle or something like that, maybe he takes <laughs> one of my ACLs with them. That's become a fear of mine of just, like, walking through the airport or walking through life and having someone, like, fall into my leg and get me rolled up. And it <laughs> doesn't sound very fun to me. Yeah, that would be fun. That's very specific. 
What almost happened? Yeah. Do you call that specific, but running into a fucking iceberg isn't specific? There's a lot of icebergs out there. Thanks, Larry. The old people out there. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Thanks, Larry. What if Larry broke your ACLs? I don't know. Would you be mad? What if he said top that after he did it? Oh, wow. I don't think that would be... Top that, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be fucking... What if he talked all the good shit to you? Withering in pain. That was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Larry, but that was awesome. Larry, this really hurts, but that was genius. What was Ron Lively like? (laughs) (laughs) Teen Witch is awesome. Love Teen Witch. Call the police. Um, that is, yeah. I mean, I mean, I get. I guess that's another. I've been playing sports my whole life, so you know the knee going one way is uh, like I think every athlete's nightmare. Um, so I guess that plays another show. Yeah. I have no experience in this. R.I.P. Nate's me. <laughs> we buried it the other day. Oh, so sad. I hyperextended my knee once snowboarding. That fucking sucked. It's not fun. No. I dislocated my shoulder pretty bad in uh, snowboarding once. I also fucked up my other knee. I think I'm pretty sure I told you about this. Rushing the field at Odson Stadium, jumping over the railing, and landed on both my feet, and then immediately dropped to the ground, and my fucking right knee was all fucked up. Ugh. It's all <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. So I, I just drank more the rest of the night, tied a pack of frozen strawberries to my knee, and kept on partying. That just makes me want to throw up. It's Proper pretty gnarly. It's pretty gnarly. Norris Barkley, do you have any problems yeah. from it now? Uh, it, they ache um, going downstairs and like downhill. Doesn't feel good, usually. Downhill. Downhill. I don't like it. Um, but they feel better than they used to. A lot of time they would, they ached a lot more in the years, like immediately following both of those injuries, but they don't feel as bad now, but they definitely feel like when I'm going down a long flight of stairs or down a pretty steep hill, down. I can feel, <laughs> yes, down. <laughs> Are you down, diddy, down, diddy, down, diddy, down, down, down. Down, 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 down. This week's episode brought to you by Discovery Playlist. Bring out what's your four. My number four. I hope no one ever takes your ACLs, Bob. Hey, Bob, thank you. Appreciate that. I guess I don't either. Don't know where that's coming from. Don't need that. Uh, no, you're definitely getting hit by an oncoming car. I didn't say you're definitely getting hit. I'm saying you're you pre- Everybody knows. You pretty much said it. Uh, everybody? Everybody knows? Yeah, everybody listening. Yeah. All right, All right, everyone listening right now, if Sabrina's got a fucking attitude this weekend, chime in. That's wow. Wow. Yeah. We'll do a hot or not wow. on Sabrina's attitude. <laughs> not a bad idea. Don't need that. Don't need that. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. My number for irrational fear um, was, not anymore, but was, I uh, thought there was an immediate threat about killer bee swarms. I thought that there was going to be large swarms of bees 
migrating from Africa, making their way over to the U.S. Was African this, killer bees, huh? Yeah. Was this because of the movie My Girl? No. Definitely not. Those were just your regular, regular old bees. Wasn't there a period of time when we were younger where this was, this happened? I feel, that's, a, I'm pretty sure because. There's like a couple people that got taken out. Right. There's a movie about it. It's called My Girl. No. <laughs> that's what My Girl's about. That is Steven Spielberg sa- directed it. That is one of the saddest fucking, like, parts of movies on the planet. Yeah, when she's yeah. like, he can't see without his glasses. Yeah, awful. Yeah. Um, movies about bees. It's not about bees. But Jerry Seinfeld, bee movie. Yeah. Well, that is definitely about bees. The happening. That's but what happens. Happens. That's what happens when bees get a hold of guns. I, I think that there was there was some swarms of killer bees like down in South America too. Maybe I could be wrong, but I feel like there was. And definitely over in Africa, there were some swarms of killer bees. Have you been stung by a bee? Once. Have you been stung by a bee? Hundreds of times. Yeah, Derek stepped on a fucking hornet's nest. I stepped on a hornet's nest when I was little. (laughs) A fucking hornet's nest. And I was out hiking with my brother and my grandpa. And for some reason, I was like, let's see if I can march through the woods without looking down. And I, like, remember stepping into something. I thought it was, uh, like, a a stick that scratched my leg. And I just started crying. And then my grandpa looked back. And then looked at Anthony and looked at me and goes, run for your life. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I was chilling by the water with our grandpa's girlfriend and my aunt Hot and girlfriend. cousin. And we hear them screaming and running out, get to the water, get to the water. And so they take me and my cousin Rachel and put us in the water and out fucking come Derek Anthony, my grandpa, just running from the trees. Jesus. Yeah. Anthony got, Anthony got stung in his face he 35 like, times. Jesus. He looked like somebody beat the shit out of yeah. him. I've never been stung like that, but I've been stung all the time. He looked like he fucked around and said the wrong thing to Mike Tyson. I've met a couple people that have said they've never been stung by a bee and it blows me away. It's like, who are you? Have you ever eaten a pear? Right. It tastes <laughs> like sand. You ever had an orange? You ever opened an envelope? Have you ever been stung by a bee? I've Weird. only been stung have by a bee Have you ever walked once. on a sidewalk? I don't know. You ever seen a, have you ever seen a mailbox? That's I don't know. Um, what other random... But weird... I was probably maybe like 9 or 10 when I got stung by a bee and I've not been stung in 20 years. Look at you! I got stung last year. <laughs> so there's that. Well, On my back. Yeah. Not a good place to get stung. Ugh. You get stung in your back. I was heading out to do some paddle boarding at a lake nearby, and I had it strapped to the roof, and I had my sunroof open. We figured out after that the sunroof open combination with the line tie-down going across uh-huh. was just knocking but, insects into the yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Doof, yeah. Doof. so it just it knocked a couple bees in. We found, like, three bees in the car that day. Jesus. But, so one got knocked in, I think, when I was leaning forward, and then I leaned back on it, and... Stung ya. Right enough. Got ya. Yeah. Um, that's not what I heard. I heard the bee, after a long day of work, came home with his briefcase and his hat and saw his wife getting banged on the couch by Nate. <laughs> and Nate was busy plugging away on his bee girlfriend. <laughs> decided to just sting Nate in the bat. 
plugging away. I told her we'd keep that private. Honey, I'm home. I made part what? <laughs> yeah, they started, and Nate was just on the, on the couch while they were like business back and forth. It's like, I'm going to go, no, you wait right there. You wait right there, you son of a pee. Right in his back, and then the bee died, and then the girl cried, and Nate was like, so you want to do this next week? Oh, my God. Get out of here, you ruined my life. Has that ever happened to you? <laughs> Is that the joke? You ruined my life, I'm going to the police right now. Oh, my God. So that's really how Nate got, you know. If that ever happened to you, chime in. I don't know. My number three is that your B girlfriend's husband comes home and stings you in the back. <laughs> That's not irrational. That <laughs> shit happens. It's a murder suicide with the bees. <laughs> My number three isn't really irrational. It's just more irrational the amount I think about it. And it's just that I have cancer of some sort in my body. You do do that. You do do. What? <laughs> Yeah, you got some doo doo. I don't know. You're the doo doo. You threatened to take a dump in my pillowcase 20 minutes ago. I was warranted. <laughs> oh. Not yeah. wrong. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Dump sock. Yeah. Oh, you're going to get a dump sock so bad. It's going to be in a van's sock. Gross. Yeah, well. Cancer. Yeah, I think it's going to be the thing that takes out, like, if something, some sort of disease takes us out, you know? Like, there's a couple ways that we could go out. We could fuck up the earth, mm -hmm. and we can't live there anymore. We go out. We could blow each other up. Go out. Nuke style. Nuke style. And then, like, there could be a natural, like, you know, a plague or something. Yeah. I think if that's how it happens, it's going to be cancer. I think cancer is going to be the one. So many people get it now? Um. Yeah, but they're... I don't know. I guess I don't really... I have like a like a tiny little inkling of fear that I'll get cancer. Like if things are weird, you know, happening in your body that you're not used to. And right. A lot of it is just getting older and your body becomes a little more rickety. But but there is that fear, but I don't think about it very often. Hey, yeah, think about icebergs. Smart. I used to. <laughs> God, you guys don't ever listen. Killer bees. Are they really killer or are they just heartbroken? <laughs> <laughs> she said her husband was dying of cancer. Like, you never go home. She said they were separated. <laughs> well, you thought a honey being a hornet could actually have a fucking lasting relationship. You thought wrong. What was her name? Pam Beasley. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Yeah, married to Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> Gross. Buzz McAllister. Woof. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> yeah, that's my number three. Just cancer. I don't think it's very irrational. I don't think so either. But it's the 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 amount that I think about it. You think about it pretty much every day. Duh. <laughs> Always looking for warning signs. You think that because you think about it so often that you're going to be, like, it's going to attract it? Yeah, absolutely. Why do you got to think about it so much then? I don't, I don't know, Sabrina. I don't choose to think about these things. They just, they just pop in. Go away, thoughts. 
I hate you bees. I hate you bees. You can't catch me, gay thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Gay thoughts. Fear number two. Not quiet enough, but it's, it's, I'm so hot in here. Yeah. I'm gonna turn the light on. I was like, well, you're wearing a sweatshirt. This is not a sweatshirt. It's just a long, long sleeve. Derek, do you ever feel like you're scared of getting cancer? No. Not at all. Knock on wood. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. One of my one of my close homegirls, her older sisters has died from cancer. Shit. Got melanoma and it like metastasized in her spine. Went to her brain. Brain cancer. Bang. Jesus. Outro. That's fucked up. R.I.P. Won't name any names. You know who I'm talking about, though. Love you. Very much. Alright. Well. Yeah. Well, if the, you know, it's, I don't. I just. Yeah. Moving on, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we can't really make cancer. Down. Uh, it's not a good topic for us to talk about. Well, you know, tell that to your fucking bee friend over here. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were doing fears. And you told me, oh, stop thinking about it. And then you don't want to talk about it. This is why, this is why I can't talk about it. Because people don't want to talk about it. Yeah, my name is Brainer. I run into fucking pole all the time. That's the issue. That's the issue here in America. We don't want to talk about it. You don't talk about the bee situation in America. I got another one. My next one. We don't want to talk about it either. We're on threes. We're on two, yeah, threes. Because I went first. That's sure you want to be, Brina? That's what you, that's what you want to do to Nate, huh? <laughs> Poor old Nate. We were having such a good time earlier. That's what you want to do to him, huh? Getting heart cancer. My heart can't take it. <laughs> oh, my God. His heart can't take it. Oh. Too much stress. Jeez. Um... My number three has something to do with my profession, and it's not landing the plane. I'm not worried about landings. It's after landing, and we're on the runway, and we're going about 100 miles an hour before we slow down. It's crashing into something. Yeah. Because I, we obviously, as flight attendants, we're in the cab, and we can't see forward. We can't see what we're going towards. And it has happened in history before. Happened in San Fran. And uh, it was a really bad accident. A lot of people died. But before we used the jet assist to slow away the fuck down immediately, that feeling of being on the runway with all your landing gear down and going triple digits scares the fuck out of me. I hate it. I've heard of a lot of our planes uh, having to land without flaps. And that's... I just watched... That's basically that was Bar Pot Pie, right? That came in on that one. Could be uh, on the jet. Mm -hmm. Came in fucking screaming. I mean, just flying in and hitting the ground. Yeah. And it's super scary because you, especially as a flight attendant, you know what things are supposed to feel like. Mm -hmm. I mean, in a, in you're expecting things to happen in a matter of seconds. But, uh, for so those, when it doesn't for those of you listening at home, it's like a non-flaps landing, which, I mean, flaps obviously makes wind resistance, makes you go a lot slower. 
So if for some reason uh, the flaps weren't working and they had to land without brakes, basically, so they came in hot. They came in at like 150, Flying. 175 miles an hour, which is not comfortable at all. Yeah, it, it it's scary when that happens. I had a landing that it wasn't a no flaps landing, but we it was an Airbus and we came into Vegas and. We were screaming down the runway after we landed for so long. And it was to the point where I, like, started looking around, like, what the fuck is happening? Like, it was long enough for me to think, like, okay, hit the fucking brakes or whatever, you know, you do. And we keep flying. And I'm just like, Jesus. And I start looking around outside of the freaking windows, like, when are we going to stop? And all of a sudden, the freaking brakes kick in. It is raises your anxiety right. big time right yeah scares the shit out of me thinking about like a, it, if it, a plane is like on the wrong runway right it, it's it's enough that like when i saw this because i was going to take out that plane like i was gonna be the next set of flight attendants on it yeah plane comes in and then the full layout of emergency vehicles with their sirens on come right after it like yeah. they, they th- i mean they are ready for something to be wrong yeah everything was fine in this case but it's just like that's like it's that serious of a level yeah it's freaky deaky yeah, it is a little bit so yeah. um yeah just in a machine that big going 100 miles an hour right not into it you're at the mercy of the equipment yeah i'm at the lamborghini mercy of those pilots yeah i had a guy try to land the wrong way in san diego one time that freaked me out when you, so you were obviously in the plane in yeah. the yeah yeah. In the plane going home, uh, I've obviously flown in. San- There's only one path of coming into San Diego that you take, that I've ever taken my entire 30 years on this earth. Yeah. You go into South County, kind of towards the border, loop back around to the east, and come and land facing the ocean into downtown. This guy, we're coming from LA on the coast turns in towards the the airport and starts descending like not descending to where you know the proper level to swing swing out like like he's gonna land from the side and in my head i'm going what the fuck is this like when he started going down i was like what is happening this is not this is a normal right this is not correct yeah i know it's not and like we kept going lower and lower and i was like all right maybe they fucking maybe they switched it like Maybe this is a new way that they opened or whatever. I didn't. I don't know. I was like, all right, let's do this. And all of a sudden, like we were probably, I'm not a terrible gauge at coming down. Maybe five thousand, four thousand feet, and he fucking accelerated and came back up and did the loop. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you idiot! Like, what were you doing? What were you doing? I hate. That little sense of, even like as a passenger, if you fly enough, there's, you know, a little bit of what it should be like. Right. And when it starts to not be that way, immediately I'm like, we are so effed. Something's wrong. Going down. That anxiety is fucking real. When we're coming to land, I always, because I like the window seat. I like being able, we discussed this before, I like seeing the danger that's coming. Right. So I like being able to see if we were going down, I'd want to be able to look out the window. It's weird. I don't know. Uh, but when we come into land, I start looking for when the concrete starts and then like the, the arrow lines uh-huh, coming yeah. in. I'm like, okay, we should touch down probably five seconds after those. 
And if we go start going longer, I'm like, uh-oh. Dude, set this thing down. Come yeah. on, man. We're running out of space here. <laughs> I have no clue if we are. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. Planes, man. That's not... Yeah. I mean... <sighs> There's some scary shit that can happen. You have to trust everybody else. I mean, it's the same thing you're freaking driving around, but being in a plane, you feel like you're more of a mercy of other people and, and equipment. Even though you're very safe up there. Bad turbulence is terrifying to me. Yeah. Terrifying. I've never been in severe turbulence, and that would be very scary. I just worked with a lady that this is one of the, like, she told me some of the craziest stories. But she, two years ago, she's already back to work, which is fucking flabbergasting. Um, she was in, they hit clear air turbulence. Do you know what clear air turbulence is? Yeah, it's like. I mean, you hit it out of nowhere. It's not right, expected. right. So clear air turbulence can range from moderate to severe. And when you're flying along at fucking however fast you're going and all of a sudden you hit clear air turbulence and you drop 50 to 100 to 200 feet in a second, your fucking shit is going to the roof. Yeah. And they hit clear air turbulence. They had the carts out in the back. Um, they were either just coming in or getting ready to go out for drink service and threw her up and down like a rag doll in the roof of the plane and she came down and hit her trach <gasps> on a cart like the corner of a cart yeah 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 and she showed me she's a skinny like tall probably like 5'8 maybe but a thin woman and she showed me a photo of her before and a photo of her after the injury her neck looked like she was a fucking roided out bodybuilder Yikes. And she still has to go. She's been going to speech therapy. And also, um, she has to have surgery to get, like, a sort of implant put in around her vocal cords. Because you have, like, two flaps that control and make your voice. One of them doesn't work. Yikes. <clears throat> yeah. She's all fucked Holy up. And that happened two years ago. God. And she's back, been back flying for a year. So she only took one year off. And being in turbulence like that... I worked with her and we were doing a Las Vegas turn. Las Vegas is a known turbulent airport because yep. of the heat. Yep. And we were going through some bumps and you could see her anxiety starting to rise. And I was like, I cannot believe that you're even out here Mother doing this. God. That yeah. would freak me out. The right? worst turbulence I've ever been in was actually coming out of pier. We were leaving. I was going somewhere on the East Coast and like going over Hood. Uh, we hit a. They knew it was coming, hit a little turbulence, <coughs> and all of a sudden, we dropped. It wasn't, it was probably like 50 feet, but it was a drop, and then we dropped again, and as we dropped, the plane turned this way, but went this way, mm-hmm. and it was just this weird feeling of like, no one, the world has control of this plane right now. Right. Like, the pilots aren't doing anything. Well, I mean, they're doing something, but like... It they feels out of that. control. Right, right, yeah, right. it feels out of control. They have a lot of control in there when that stuff like that happens. But there's, you know, when you, the, the the plane is like, you know, crabbing and doing all this weird shit and it doesn't feel normal. When we've taken off, when there's a long line of planes that are taken off and you're in that long line and a bunch of them have already gone, yeah. it creates disruption in the wind. And so... It's called wake turbulence. It's like being in the water, you know, it creates a wake. And the first time I ever felt that, 
it's not like a bumpy thing like normal turbulence is in the wind. It took the plane side to side. Jeez. And we were like, what the fuck was that? Like, that whole idea of you know what's normal or not, that did not feel normal at all. And as soon as we were able to, we called up to the captain and we were like, uh, are we going to expect any more bumps like that? <laughs> like, what was that? Can you prepare us for right? this? Right. <laughs> like, what was that? asked him what it was and he was like, oh, it's just way turbulence. Like, a lot of jets taken off. And it feels like so, it just feels so strange. It feels like it's dangerous. Because, it feels wrong. Right. It, it does. Yeah. But it's, it's perfectly safe, perfectly normal. Ugh. It scary. just feels so, it feels wrong. It feels unfamiliar. Scary. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, clear turbulence fucking busting your trait. Oh, can you imagine? No, I don't want to. No. Busting the trach. <sighs> Bring it on through three. My number three. Mm, oh. Dead air. I know. I was looking, I renumbered mine. <laughs> um... My number three fear is, like, basically choking, but whenever you get, like, off track from your breathing, and you feel, like, you can't get it right for a second or two, and it's not really like a hiccup, it's just like a, you fucking just get off track, and you have that feeling for a second that you, am I going to be able to fucking get back to my normal on track. Right. That freaks me the fuck out. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't know that I'm, I think I've had this feeling maybe like at the end of like a long cough where you're like, <gasps> yeah. but, uh, I don't know that I know this feeling just of like it happening. Yeah. I feel like I've had it happen just like with like a hiccup of like, just like, I don't know if it's like muscle spasm or what that kind of gets me off like a. You know, like yeah. you skip a beat, right? And I hate, and you can't you feel like you can't get it, get the air in your lungs. One time in my life, I haven't been able to control my breathing, and it was fucking the worst thing in the world. Right, yeah. and it's just like a fucking millisecond, probably. But that and and choking on things. When I was a kid, I had to be a toddler. But my mom told me the story; I never forgot it. I was at Duggar's in Seaside, and I was, I'm assuming, less than a year old. But there were feeding me like salad and I ended up choking on a chunk of lettuce and they had to do like the baby baby Heimlich on me. Ray had to do the baby Heimlich on me. And so that, if I get any sort of anything caught in my throat there, I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm going, this is how it's going to take me. You ever swallowed a piece of spaghetti and it goes down your throat, but it's still in your mouth at the same time? Oh yeah. That's that's a freak. Have you ever pulled it back out? Oh, yeah. I have to every time. <laughs> yeah, I have to. I feel like I'm gonna choke if I don't. Yeah, that's a freaky feeling. Right? Have you ever had when you had long hair? Have you ever had a a, a hair go down the back of your throat and have yeah. to pull it out? Yeah, <laughs> that's a weird <laughs> feeling too. Yeah, I feel like a cat. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's a weird feeling because you can feel it. The tiny thing just pulling moving it out. up your throat. Yep. Yeah. Just don't, the idea, like, drowning doesn't freak me out, but just those, I guess, sort of, like, when we go on the elevators and you don't get that, that right timing of air and you kind of, like, you know, get choked up a little bit 
That freaks me out. I don't like it. Elevators? The it down the Deschutes. Oh. Yeah. I the elevators yeah. is a portion of the Deschutes River that we jump into every year that it's these big Rollers. Roll yeah, rolling rapids and you jump in and you just ride it in your life vest and that's it. <laughs> and so you can get pummeled with waves of your face if you don't know I you know, if you're that. not paying attention. I know what feeling you're talking about. I hate that I feel like I can't catch my breath until I'm out of it. Right. And that <laughs> and that's what I hate, that not being able to catch your breath again. That 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 pause of like you can't get it. Have you guys seen Kevin James stand up? Where he's like, I think his background for this, the one is, it's like a the Mets outfield. He tells a joke about, like, water skiing and having something go by your leg. But he acts it out like he's in the water, and it's so good. He's sitting there, and he goes. <laughs> he's like, you know, the boat goes by. <laughs> oh my it's, it's so perfect. That's awesome. But that's what I think of the... <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. When you go to take that first breath because you've been holding your breath, anticipating the wave, yep. and that wave puts a little bit of water in your oh. mouth. You just... Yeah. It's the worst. But I don't know like if that constitutes as a fear, but it makes me fearful when that happens. Like I, I get afraid when I start to lose my breath. Panic afraid. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, so. don't yoke. Oh, I'm walking. Okay. I'm walking. I'm walking. Do it. Oh, it's all right now. I think you should leave now. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> we on the number twos. Mm. Is it one number one or number two? Number twos, twos I think. All right. My number two is another one that people don't want to talk about. And judging by the past couple weeks, may not be that irrational. But that's that I'll be involved in a mass shooting. And specifically, like, the movie theater one got me. The one, was it For the Dark Knight? Yep. That one has stuck with me. To where when I go into a movie theater, I look. I look around for suspicious looking people, where the exits are, that type of shit. Freaks me out. I never think about that when I go to the movies. I do. I think about it more when I'm in well-lit places. I don't know why being in the dark like makes me feel more safe that I can hide. But I don't think like people think about like, oh, now when I go to malls or the airport or whatever crowded places, I'm more scared now. That it's less scary to me. Because if I'm in a mall, if I'm in an airport, I hate to say it this way, but like there's a lot of people around me. Like, right. There's a lot of shields. If I'm in a theater, I'm distracted. I'm focusing on something that that dude behind me, he could be just right here. I'd never know. Right. And there's nothing I can do. If I can see it happening, people scattering, I can react. I think the majority of. Uh, movie theaters I've been in have the one emergency exit, like the fire exit, like at the front of the theater, and then the way you came in. Yeah, right. There's and it's either one or two. If you're sitting in the middle, that's you have nowhere to go. Hit the yeah. deck. You have that's the only to go. option. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, that is the only option. Yeah. But 
maybe you're at a hit. Like, I don't know. I think this might have been one of the opening weekends Mm -hmm. where it's either packed and crowded and, okay, maybe you hide and just get lost in the noise. Right. What if there's eight people in there? Right. (laughs) You're fucked. Right. That Uh, dude counted. You know he counted before he started. It's really... He went, there's eight people in here. It's really fucked up how that is such a fucking reality for us. I, um, I think about it, I wouldn't say, like, definitely not never, and I wouldn't say a lot, but pretty, I mean, it's frequent, you know, like, it's enough that I know I think about it, and especially because I'm in a lot of areas where there's a lot of big crowds of people. I see that a lot, and not to fucking give anybody any ideas or anything, but you know, just from when I was walking into work the other day, we walk into the airport through the same doors that everybody else does. And you're on the other side of security. You're on the outside of security. You're at the ticketing counters. You're checking, you know, walking by everybody, checking their bags. And you're also walking by the security lines of people waiting to get through security. And sometimes those lines are massive. Anybody could roll in. There's no security at the front door. Nobody's sitting there waiting to pat you down. Anybody could just roll in there. And that thought crosses my mind when I walk through those big crowds on the outside of security. Inside of the airport, I feel fine. I'm like, okay, if somebody's going to do something, it's going to be A, an inside job, and B, probably TSA, who's like sneaking through some fucking back door. Right. But on the outside of security, it can be literally anybody. And there are massive groups of people there. And it just depends on your luck of the draw where you're standing when that psychopath decides to come through. It's fucked up. Fucked up, man. It is. It's a very morbid... It's a very morbid thing to think about. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, as much as a part of me says, oh, that's not going to happen to us, I can't can't fucking promise you that. No. And, and, And the more I think about where I'm based in my job... Based in Portland, Oregon, it's one of the most liberal places in the United States. Yeah. We live in an extremely Republican state, though. Yeah. If someone was to snap out in the fucking backwoods, I'm like, you know, well, wonder how how I could get uh, tons of liberal people. Oh. Right. Go to PDX Airport. Right. Which scares the shit out of me. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you're right. I mean, outside of security, yeah. Scares me. 6 a.m. and it's packed. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's just, it's a herd of people. It's Mm -hmm. a massive herd of people. I mean, that's where you, I mean, if somebody's trying to inflict massive damage, like most people do, they've been going into gatherings of churches, clubs, um, you know, shopping centers. It's not like it's like a little mini mart. Right. I mean, these are movie theaters. These are big places where lots of people are gathering for a reason. So that's why, like, small, like, movie theaters don't freak me out as much because it doesn't seem like such a massive crowd of people to me. That yeah. doesn't seem like a bigger target. Invalidate me. my fears. It's fine. No, no, no. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just saying that that's a, definitely a fear, and I should because it's, it's happened at multiple theaters. But that's not where I get more afraid. I get more afraid when I'm around bigger groups of people. You know, if I'm at a concert, my fucking radar is on high alert. Hmm. If I'm in a large group or passing by a large group of people at the airport i'm fucking alert you're not wrong yeah that's just me personal yep 
but that I I wouldn't say it's as sad as it is that there's no way that that is even close to being an irrational fear these days. I mean, we freaking just what a week ago lost thirty people. Yeah. 20. Twenty between the two, just, yeah. Between the two, uh, between the two, no. Two mass shootings in fourteen hours, something like, something that. like that. I mean, it's fucked up, fucked up. It's scary. Stop shooting people. Right. Use your words. Use your fists. If if get some fucking counseling. Don't even use your fists. Get some counseling. Think about how much better it would be though. Like if if you were pissed at someone and you actually wanted to go do something. If you came at him with, like, you had to beat him up. Right. But that's what, like, I agree with that, definitely. Because that person would get their ass kicked immediately for, you know, being violent about whatever they're pissed off about. That's a manly way to do it. You fucking got a problem with somebody, go fucking say it to their face. See what comes at you. They don't have problems with, like, one person. They have problems with their, you know, a group of people's religion or problems with their skin color or problems with where they're from. (sighs) Don't bring guns, though, you cheaters. Yeah. It's fucking cheating. It is cheating. Give me a chance. Let me see if I can kick your ass. Right. Put a bullet in me. God. Give me one. Uh, (laughs) You get this. That's it. Oh, I get so I'm going up against a fucking psycho, and you give me that. Oh, pop him in the eye. Yeah, I will. Fucking throw it at him, and run when he ducks, flinches. There you go. I can distract him one way and pop him in the face. With I'm the- just saying, as a friend, you give me a poor shot oh, against yeah. this guy with a real gun. Hand me a BB. I thought I- she handed me a, a Red Rider BB gun. I thought we were still doing the fist thing. <laughs> Are we not in the trust tree? The no, we switched it up. Now it's a duel. Oh. I get a gun. Too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, if that if you're in a duel, then obviously you're getting Derek's dirty Harold gun. Not wrong. I mean, only if they come with earplugs. <laughs> Fuck. Come with with ear protection. Okay. Deal. All right. Oh. Yeah, but that's a that's a fucked up fear, and that freaks me out. <coughs> I think about that a lot too. Mass shooting number two. It's the movie theater too that gets me the most. Yeah. And it's not like a, oh shit, I'm, what's happening? It's just, it's a thing that now I literally look out like, there is, we went to a movie not too long ago where a guy came in by himself, like five minutes into the previews and sat like two over from us. And I, myself, like looked at him to see if he was like looking around or if he was watching the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that we have to do that now. We have to second guess everybody's motivations. In everything. In everything. People are so shitty. They yeah. are. Stupid, too. Fucking real stupid. Yeah. Dumb. Row. Row. Real fucking dumb. Fucking dumb. Derek, what you know, too? Uh, this almost happened to me one time, and ever since I've like kind of had it in the back of my head, I was lining up shots at my house went right after I turned 21. And it was right, right, right after we were about to go out, and I was reaching for a glass. The, the glass broke already when the shots were poured and then I picked up my shot to take it and something didn't feel right and I turned it sideways and I noticed a large shard of glass in my shot glass and if I would have like shot it and tried swallowing that would have shredded my throat you probably would have died 
probably would have done if I would have got it in. Grizzly. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I don't Grizzly. think, yeah, I don't think you have enough time to go to the hospital and get it surgically removed. It's just going to slice everything. I'm going to bleed out. Yeah. Yikes. Um, so my fear is drinking glass. <laughs> Which brings me to my point. Which, I never had this fear until you said it. Uh, yeah. Doesn't That's pretty great. gnarly. It doesn't sound great, dude. Well, if it was just like three little shards of glass. That even... That sucks. That sucks. Goes down into your stomach and just yeah, fucks around in there. Yeah, what if it was like there? insulation glass? Uh, Are we done? What? You brought it up! Breathe in, insulation yeah. glass. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe In your head! <laughs> oh my god. Zombie, zombie. Glass heart, glass heart. In my throat, That's a pretty gnarly beer. Meow, meow, head. <laughs> <laughs> meow, meow, head. Yeah, meow, I don't know. Uh, are you done? Are you? That's my number two. Drink your fucking glass. That's pretty gnarly. That's you, ever, like, you ever drank glass? I don't think so. Has anyone listening to drink glass chime in? I don't know. You like to get wet, uh, I think my godfather got really drunk one time at dinner with our parents and, uh, like, bit off a piece of wine glass and shoot it up. Jesus. What the fuck? Yeah. I fucking wood. <laughs> how you like that, head fuck? Yeah. Jesus. I, yeah, Todd did that. Right. Not surprised. Did he Did he drink the glass after? Maybe. I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> I feel like if he would, if he saw... Someone pointed out, like, hey, Todd, there's a shard of glass in your shot right there. Be careful. He'd be like, oh, watch Daddy take this. <laughs> and he'd just shoot it anyways. You think Daddy didn't know that already? Right, exactly. <laughs> hey, lady, watch out. Yeah. He's the epitome of, mister, you gotta wear a helmet. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> 364 more days till next year's tracky hockey tryouts. Gotta tough it up. Yeah. Awesome! <laughs> Except for he was 364 more days till next year's co-ed softball tryouts. Gotta toughen up, yeah. Gotta toughen up. He was the epitome of like, honey, will you shut up? I went two for five today. What? Played softball. Oh my god. I struck out three times, will you shut up? Ah, <laughs> uh, we love you, Todd. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, nobody wants to drink a fucking shard of glass. That sucks. I don't know. If you want to drink a shard of glass, you know, chime in. <laughs> we're on twos or ones. Yeah, right? we're on twos. Uh, my number two. What is it? It's fucking spiders, Nate. It's fucking spiders. Ah! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh god! You had a face of sheer terror right there. I did such a, a, a fucking... She wasn't looking, and I started from the ground and, like, crawled up her leg with my hand like I was a spider. Uh, <laughs> she looked... Her face looked like it was real. Fuck off! I hate you. I hate spiders, and I don't like bugs in general, like, when they're... Ah! Stop fucking with me, dude. 
You're disturbing the cat. Could you imagine a spider running up your like leg angry and then just pulling out a gun? Oh, no. And smoking a cigarette? Yeah. Hey, lady. <laughs> just fucking puts a cigarette out in your leg. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't got time to bite you, but you get a little cigarette. <laughs> I yep. lost my teeth in the war. Yeah. You know what the liquor store is? <laughs> oh, my God. No, I've been at a liquor store. I ain't invited to that liquor store anymore. You need to be a different liquor store. I hate spiders so much. And I don't, I hate, I don't even, I know what they do good for the environment and I respect that. But if they could just stop being so fucking scary looking and moving so fast and having all those legs and their hairy legs. Harold legs. Ugh. Sup, baby? Those legs go all the way up. Gross. Fucking daddy long legs are about the only spider I can tolerate. Ooh, baby daddy long legs. Yeah. Meow, meow, head. <laughs> meow, meow, head. Yeah, yeah. Zombie. Um, yeah, no, spiders scare the living shit out of me. Long legs. <laughs> <laughs> daddy long, long legs. Daddy long legs. Daddy long legs. Long legs. Long legs. Give me cancer now, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, spiders can go get fucked. And if you guys like spiders, you can go get fucked too. For more spider songs, check us out on <laughs> Top Hat Dude. <laughs> that spider's got long legs. Long. <laughs> there are spiders, spiders, spiders. Deep inside my soul, soul. Oh my god, that is good stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, don't you like them though? They they no, eat mosquitoes no. and stuff. Re listening to the dude's story. Do, can they like friendly little helpers? I I get it. Do they have to look so fucking scary? Right, like the ones that they gotta scare the other bugs. Can you can you like maybe put on something nice for the weekend? Love. I don't know. Is that so? Is that so much to ask? Can you not look like? Just so fucking scary. Put on a jacket. Right. <laughs> I, if, Fix if, your hair. If a, right. spi- if a spider had a leather jacket and a cigarette in its mouth, I'd probably hang out with them. But if it's just bareback everywhere. Right. <sighs> naked hairy spider. Could you imagine waking up in the middle of the night fucking leather jacket spider? <laughs> you know, hey. Hey. You up? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Downey down the block, he's got, he's got a game going on. Hey, Derek, can I borrow your car? Yeah. <laughs> one, me, me and the boys want to borrow basketball. <laughs> you look like a guy who plays basketball. No? All right. No. Just fucking twinkle off. No, he doesn't have one. I already told him. No, he doesn't. Hey. <laughs> so, since we can't use the car, can we have $20? Yeah. <laughs> I told him you don't got any money. I'm gonna punch you in the head if you keep yelling up here. Peeking in the door. Yeah. Fucking spider talk. God. Ah! <laughs> so tune in for next week's uh, edition of Spider Talk. We might, Moving on. Yeah, we I'm fucking done with the spider talk. You guys keep freaking what me the fuck out. What if spiders screamed at you? <laughs> <laughs> what type of scream? Right. What type right. Of scream? Is this like a loud? No, not, ah! no, not that. But just like running up. <laughs> <laughs> just in your face with it. Yeah! 
got like a toothpick in his arm trying to like jab you. I think I'd like that better than a spider bite you. Like. Matt, can right. you imagine seeing a daddy long legs with eight high heels? <laughs> hey baby, those legs go all the way up. Shut up. <laughs> you know what you're doing. What about fucking eight fucking penny loafers? <laughs> You know he's good with his taxes. Wide set foot. Eight penny, Seven slippers. Eight penny loafers and a, and some some like readers that are on his nose. Fucking spider recliner. Got a paper under his arm. Oh my, which one? Two of them. That's so fucking funny. He's got a little spider robe on. Check out next summer the spider movie. Yeah. Can you imagine spider shorts? All the fucking holes in there. Would it go around like half their body? Right. Which way would it go? Would it go all the way underneath? Yeah. Does it just do the back four? Right. <laughs> Nate, what's your most irrational fear? My most irrational fear is... Spider clothes. Elevators. What about elevators? Fear just general elevator. That I'm going to be in one and it's not going to work anymore. I'm just going to fall. What about getting trapped in one but no falling? Does that bother you? No. Just the, the, just the I mean, the it would bother snap. me in that now I'm in this fucking elevator that could fall at right. any second. <laughs> I can't get out of it. So I guess, yeah. But no. Like, the sc- act of being trapped in there doesn't scare me. Are you yeah. scared of riding an elevator? No, not really scared of it. I just, I don't like very tall elevators. Like, those kind of freak me uh, out. When we talk about this, do you hate the elevator at Portland City Grill? Yes. The one, I don't like get, the, it's the one that gets to the 30th floor in two and a half seconds? Yep. I don't like those fast ones, and I don't. I just don't. I don't like being up high in general. I was in like in, a man-made structure. I was in an elevator that got me to like the hundred and thirtieth floor in a building in Seoul, Korea. Jeez, I couldn't do that. I wouldn't go with you. That's if if tall. if you were to, if you told like if we went together and you told me that I'd be like I'm gonna go find something else to do because I'm not going up there. But like the Grand Canyon, those types of things, or like being on a mountain, that doesn't really scare me. Right. I get the little like ooh. What about, like, on that viewing deck that they have with the Grand Canyon? Did that freak you out? Not really. No. But the viewing deck in, like, Chicago. Right, I was just going to ask that. Yeah, absolutely. Something about being in something that someone else made. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's it. My my fear of heights isn't, like, a fear of being in high places. It's the rickety shit that, that I'm in. That's what freaks me out. It's like the big, I mean, this is an extreme example, but like fairs, I hate fair rides because I think of who put them together. And I'm like, this fucking Something idiot. Something wrong with carnies? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, <I'm> gonna... <laughs> That's common knowledge. But like, what if this dude missed a screw because he was fucked up when he was putting together? Like, that's a real, that happens. Right. It's kind of like truck drivers, you know? The, you know they're all Too doing weird up. shit. Yeah. Like, they're all a mess. Yeah, staying up 36 hours driving. Fuck uh, out of here. But it's something about elevators. I don't... F-O-H. I don't... I like having control. Guess or the... Did you learn that one? Good. Fuck out of here. There you go. F-O-H. I don't like... I like having control. Or the, the appearance of control. Again, I'm the guy. I want to see the shark. I'd rather see it coming than. What if it was one of those water. clear elevators, like a Wonkavator? Would that bother you? Yeah, that'd be even worse. But you could see it if it was happening. Right, and but that's like I have no, I can't do anything. Yeah. With the shark coming at me, I see it 
I'm maneuvering. Like there's uh, obviously a problem. I'm still going to get eaten. Yeah. But in my head, there's, I have a chance to do something. Yeah. Elevator. What chance do I have? Clear, I have no chance. Clear Pray. elevator with spider in it. Smoke. I'd grab the spider and scream. Smoking spider. Cigarette. We'd a- scream again. Ah! <laughs> I'd be like, dude, uh, your, can your webs hold me? <laughs> Fucking chew your webs, dude. Oh my god. Give me like eight of them. And it's a spider from Spanish Harlem, so it's just like, shut up, stupid. <laughs> the elevator's fine, stupid. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, elevators don't freak my me out. My spider cousin's trying to be a fly girl right now. Jesus. Yeah, that's the best I got. <laughs> um... Yeah. If there's a hiccup in the elevator, then I get freaked out. You would hate, um... The building I used to work in was a really old building. The elevator was very old. So anytime someone would jump in it, it would get off track. And I would have to call my elevator guy that I talked about in like yeah. episodes back. My this and crap elevator dude. This and crap elevator dude. I've taken the <clears throat> stairs in places that have really, like, I've gotten in elevators and done it. And, like, something is a little off. Like, a weird sound or, like, a little bump or something. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm taking the stairs. It's third floor. I'll take stairs from now on. They're, um... There is a story that I remember in my scary stories to tell in the dark books. And it's a dude who wakes up in his bed, but he's in a dream. And it's a guy that pulls up in a hearse. And he gets out and a bunch of like, little people get out. And he's like looking at him from his window and he's like, got room for one more. And the guy's like, I'm good. And the guy was on the top hat. He, he, lo- he looked like a, uh, like a mortician. And he's like, okay. And he gets into his hearse and walks and drives away. And the next day, in real life, um, he's in his high-rise uh, office building, and he's trying to catch the elevator, and the elevator's about to close, and it's full of people. And the one dude that he sees is the same mortician with the top hat, and he's like, I've got room for one more in here. And the guy's like, I'm all good. And it closes, and they all fall to their death. Jesus. I hope I have that dream on elevator yeah. day. On elevator uh, day. All well, I mean, that would yeah. be called elevator day. Yeah. From If that right. happened to me, That's I would tell you guys, yeah. guys, I almost got in an elevator that fell. I had an elevator day. Elevator day. Yeah. <laughs> that, that. Oh, dude, shit. A dude, like, I, I'm imagining the dude is pale and skinny, long right. face with the top hat. That dude would ruin anything. If the, dude, <laughs> if the dude was eating Jimmy John's. Well, never eating fucking Jimmy John's again. You're getting a poison by fucking... Yeah. The Undertaker. But I could also see that same dude getting bullied by a spider. What are you looking at, stupid? What if it was a lunch table? Got room for one more. I picture the devil from Rick and Morty that works in that shop. Yeah. I picture, no, I picture the mortician from, uh, you remember Van Helsing? Yeah. I don't remember the mortician. He's like, uh, uh, Frankfurter. Oh. Tim Curry? Yeah. No, was that Frankfurter? Dr. Frankfurter? Yeah. Tim Curry. Uh, whatever. <laughs> you stupid. Yeah. You stupid. Yeah, but that's my number one elevator. It's irrational fear. I don't like them. Cord snapping. When I think of like elevator accidents, it makes me think of um, the first Mr. Impossible. Yeah. Where Emilio What's <laughs> in there. Yeah. 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 Not great. Uh, I don't like elevators so much that I was on the 42nd floor this last year for CFP, and I had them move me down to the second. 
room yeah. request. Or I'm sorry, in Atlanta. Yeah. Not in. It's crazy. We're in a really tall hotel. I was like, is that the only way up there? They're like, yeah. I was like, you got anything near the bottom? They're like, I got a room on the second. I was like, can I move? They're like, yeah. I was like, please put me down there. It was fantastic. I would have hated it. Ugh. Elevator every day, 44. Yeah. My, and then living up there. So my number one irrational fear is high water next to the road and not like flooding. It's it's more like a... Uh, like the road is the only... Like I've had this nightmare a few times where it's I'm just on the road and it's like I'm in the middle of the ocean and I'm like in a foot of water. Yikes. And I could drive onto the shoulder and sink and like it's not great and it's just you can't really see either end this is an extreme irrational fear i knock on wood hope this would never happen if this ever happens i'm gonna have a fucking heart attack before i die of drowning jesus how would how would that i it's something that's irrational this is very irrational but i have like it's thinking talking about it now is giving me anxiety but just like you can kind of see the pavement, but you're in a foot of water, and you're going very slowly like it's flooded, but you all, there's no guardrails. You're in the Florida Keys, and it's fucking there are, flood levels. Yeah, there are no... Yeah, you're like you're on a bridge in the Florida Keys, and the water's that high. Yeah. Fuck that. And you're just in the middle of fucking nowhere. There's Can't no gas station. Right. Yeah. No guardrails, no, no gas station. Safe. Yeah, and that's it. And it's just... It's like an overcast day. Yikes. And you, that's a recurring dream you would have? I, I had it at 10 or so times when I was little. Jesus. Yeah. <clears throat> the amount of, like, night terrors you had is astonishing to me. I was very afraid of shit when I was a kid. Yeah. I had one nightmare that, like, got me out of bed once. I think I was very afraid of shit when I was a kid because I don't think I had anyone I, I turned to to, like, qualm those fears. I didn't trust anyone when I was a kid. Your mom and dad? No, not at all. Well, you... you... I had them. I didn't trust them. Jesus. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was like, I never, in like in my head, I was like, oh, I'm just going to ask them about drowning in a car. Like, no, I was just like, oh, I'm good. Jesus. So, I just... I don't have a lot of trust in people. Yeah. Trust. Uh, so if you can paint that picture in your head, I don't know if you got we got any uh, artists out there, you know, paint that picture that we just talked about. Bryce, I know you might be listening. <sighs> hey, Bryce. Paint Derek's nightmare. Can you paint either the nightmare or that slutty daddy long leg? Ooh. Slutty leg. Or, or the Spanish Harlem one inside of an elevator getting angry at a screaming mate. I'd take it. You're so a, stupid. I'd take a slutty daddy long leg with leather jacket spider next to it. Yeah. You're so stupid. Hey, what are you doing tonight, babe? Not you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I want to watch that. <laughs> That's kind of a like a recurring dreams. I feel like are scary. Yeah, because it's like, what are you trying to tell me? Right. And who is trying to tell me? I had this book. other reoccurring nightmare, and it was you, me, and Anthony as little kids, like, pretty much huddled up, and we're crying, and mom and dad are in front of us, and they're fucking green. Like, and it was like, they were doing drugs, and they were uh, green, like, not like, oh, yeah, he's a shady green, green, like, fucking, like, a five-year-old like wants to take, yeah, yeah, that kind of green. Toxic green. And Jesus. they were, like, laughing at us, uh, and then they would snatch me. 
Like, <laughs> yeah, that's creepy. And we would, we would just be bawling. We're like, what's going on? And they're like, this is what happens when you do drugs. That's terrifying. Yeah. I had a reoccurring dream that a T-Rex would come to my town every year. It was the same time every year. And everybody knew it was coming. And you had to play hide-and-go-seek with him in your house. Like, he'd look in all the windows, and you had to play hide-and-go-seek, but he's really good at finding people. If he found you, he ate you. Jesus. And my family got eaten every year. And after my parents, like, it was reoccurring. I had it all the time, and my parents got sick of it. And they're like, you're going to have to change this dream. Because, like, and literally the next time I had it, I changed it to where instead of getting eaten, I don't know why I subbed this in. But if he caught you, you had to buy him a, a Happy Meal from <laughs> McDonald's. I had that dream one more time. I never had it again. Weird. Oh, I like that ending a lot more. Right. It was, as a little kid though, it was terror. It was a terrifying dream. Like seeing that the eye come like into the thing and then all of a sudden like focus on you and you're like, Oh, he got me, Mom! Oh, he got you too. The only dream that I had that that fucked me up as a kid was because I watched the movie Goblins and Goblins? Yeah. And it like I had a nightmare about it and all I did was I don't even think I even woke mom and dad up. I just went and slept outside their door on the floor. <laughs> and I was fine. <laughs> and then I never had that dream again. Up until like I was twelve or thirteen, every horror movie I would watch, I would wake up in the middle of the night with like and just be mortified. Jesus, terrified. Uh, the last one, I remember the last one that I still woke up from, and it was Scream. Jeez. Yeah, and I was just like, oh shit, okay, kind of want to go sleep in mom and dad's room, but also if I move, that killer's gonna get me. Nothing. That was that a tough one. Ever gave yeah. me nightmares like that. I had another nightmare. As much as I loved wolves, they terrified me when I was younger. The way our house is set up is like, this is the front door. You walk into a living room. There's the kitchen after that. And then a big like family room with a sliding glass door. And off the living room that you enter, there's a hallway. And then it's like my parents' room, my room, spare room. And so I used to have this dream that wolves broke through the glass door in the back. And like knew where I was. And I had to make it. Like, my parents' room and my room, it was like, you come down the hallway and you could go straight into my parents' room and there's a little, like, bloop to mine. Mm -hmm. So there's that little wall I gotta get around. <clears throat> I had to get around that to their room before they got back to me. And I had it all the time. I could see them coming from, from the windows. They had red eyes. And I'd just hear the back door. Jesus. And I'd have to... I'd slam the door behind me. And yeah. I'd, like, I'd look back and you could see, you know, like, in the door, they're like... Rrr! Coming at you. Have to slam it closed. Holy yes. shit. God, I'm so glad I didn't have like crazy recurring dreams like that. Well, okay, hot stuff. What's your number one? Um uh, my number one is Bees. No, that was like four, wasn't it? Uh being out of control of my brain and like not being able to know or tell like the difference between real and not real so how is that different from bees what <laughs> that... Sabrina bees what <laughs> Samantha bee uh full frontal yeah exactly 
Um, <coughs> that shit freaks me so out. We're talking about like dementia. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like pretty much. Like there are times like when I feel super tired and before I fall asleep, definitely like if I drink too much and I'm, you know, you're browning out or blacking out and you're not sure, you know, what you did the night before, that's kind of a different feeling, but sort of similar. But like lately, I feel like with our job, your memory gets shot to shit. Mm -hmm. Like you can't even remember what fucking day it is half the time. Mm. And so sometimes when I'm so tired, I don't remember things like the next day, like towards the last like hour or two of the night. And I just, I feel like sometimes I'm like, that happened? Or did I dream that? Or you kind of, I just like find myself questioning it. And that freaks me out. Because not knowing if something is real or not and being out of control of that, that scares the shit out of me. (coughs) Dementia, like having dementia and knowing that you have dementia would fucking freak me the fuck out. Right. Cause that, I mean, that's your reality inside your brain. Right. Like all three of us could be having this conversation and then I can see like a demon behind Nate's shoulders, like smiling at me. And like, that's my reality. Right. Who are you guys to tell me what I'm seeing is not real. Right. So, I mean, and that's, I, I mean, that's dementia. Right. It scared the shit out of me. It's terrifying. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the drug Scorpion? No. No. It's this drug that I think popped up in Brazil that literally all people have to, that's it. It's like a powder. You can blow it in your face and you're fucked. Yeah. And I guess for like, I think it's, uh, it's like four to eight hours. I don't, I'm not going to whittle it down that much, but you'd basically be under my control. What? Like, it's like a brainwashing drug. Like, people who who are hit with it are highly susceptible to, like, um, the example they gave was, like, if I got you, I could be like, hey, let's go back to your apartment and uh, why don't you empty your bank account and give it to me? And you'd be like, okay. And, like, you lead them to your apartment. Like, everything's fine. Everything's there. You just will do pretty much whatever you're asked of. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's scary. I figured. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of that same premise. Right. You're not there. Right. But you're there. Right. That's that's even more terrifying that you are, you know, you look like you're lucid. You look like you're, you know, it's not like being roofied, which is also terrifying. But Shut up, Brett. But, uh, you know, being roofied and then you're unconscious and you don't have control. But walking around it's like being blacked out you know and you lose hours of the night you have no idea that you did all of these things between this hour and this hour and you're you know walking around doing shit talking to people i never want to be that out of control where i like black out and i'm missing certain parts of the night i've only blacked out like twice or three times in my life oh i've been there countless times Pass. Countless times. But being sober and feeling out of control of your brain, that scares me. Have you guys ever seen that movie, uh, Still Alice? Yes. Julianne Moore was... Killer role. Killer role. Yeah. Did you ever see it, Nate? No. So the premise of the movie is she is a professor, like a college professor, I think, and she gets diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And it basically shows her journey in it progressing pretty rapidly and how 
out of control she is. She gets lost in her own house trying to find the bathroom and pees her pants. It's a, it's a sad part of the movie. There's a part where she, she had recorded a video for herself to watch. It was a video of herself for herself. And it was, if you can't remember like your name or your anniversary or something, it was something that she should know. If you can't remember this, you need to go up into your room and go look in this drawer. I've left you something, blah, blah, blah. Like she gave herself instructions and she watches the video, starts to go upstairs, forgets what she's doing gets lost, goes back to the computer, watches it again, does the same thing, gets lost on her way, can't remember what she's doing, and then ends up trying to, like, I think she takes the computer with her and is watching it as she's going up. Like, she, I mean, it's that short of a time that she can't retain any information. Jesus. That, shit like that freaks me out. Is it, like, pills to kill herself? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's a sad part, too. Right. Um. but yeah, that, that I would say is probably like my biggest fear of myself is not having control of what my brain's doing. It's a very rational fear. Yeah. So let me correct myself. It's not called Scorpion. It's called Sculpamine, and it's nicknamed the Devil's Breath. It's an intense substance that renders a, person's, uh, a person incapable of exercising free will. Jesus. I like Scorpion better. That's what I thought it was called. Sculpamine. Vice did a documentary like one of their short 35 minute ones back in 2012 so i learned about it yeah it's crazy it's in colombia oh that's wild but it's like that you can literally crush it up into a powder and like walk by someone on this like i can literally be on the street and just get yeah street fair and go into your face and you might not even know that it happened right and then i just circle back hey what's up oh you want to take me to your apartment want to give me your purse right okay okay uh that's that's terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Hey, if you're at home and you've ever been scared by a leather jacket and cigarette spider, <laughs> please yeah. let us know. Please let us know. Have you ever been like yelled at in Spanish by a spider? Let us know. You know who's not going to yell at us in Spanish? Who? Larry Weir. Oh, I hope he doesn't. He never would. He's a gentle spider if he is one. He's probably got the daddy longest legs. <laughs> long legs. Long legs. Uh, long legs. Long legs. <laughs> oh my god. Well, thanks for listening to us talk about our fucking weird fears. Uh, not weird, dude. Yeah. And for more spider songs, check us out on Instagram. Yeah. For more emotional bee stories. <laughs> I hate you bees. This is you never come out, dude. See you next week, guys. Stop that. Stop that.